Welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students, a multi-part podcast series that gives college students the knowledge and tools to handle their financial situation during and after college. Your host for this program is Professor Frank Longo of Centenary University School of Professional Studies. Please note that before making any financial decisions, please seek sound financial advice from a financial professional. And now, here is your host, Professor Frank Longo. Hello, and welcome to Dollars and Cents for College Students. Thank you for joining us. In our last session, we began a discussion of the rare earth industry. This is an important industry that is critical to a number of other industries, especially in the emerging electric vehicle industry. Rare earth companies mine and process the materials that are critical to the EV manufacturers and a number of other manufacturers, including makers of defense equipment, computers, drones, telephones, medical equipment, and much more. Our plan is to identify companies and industries that will thrive as new products are developed. We will develop a portfolio of stock worthy of investment consideration. We began with rare earth companies since they provide a segue to the EV makers. But first, a discussion of recent market actions is appropriate since it has made many investors nervous. The major benchmarks or metrics of market performance have been volatile as they move between positive and negative territory. The NASDAQ Composite, an index that includes almost all stocks listed on the NASDAQ, is in correction territory, although it has quickly moved to the positive. But the correction territory means that the index has fallen at least 10% from its most recent peak. This is troubling to investors. The correction has been linked largely to the Federal Reserve's plan to fight inflation in 2022 by raising interest rates. So what should investors do? This is a good time to evaluate individual companies, to identify the innovators, and develop a theoretical or hypothetical portfolio to prepare for the time the market stabilizes. The correction could bring some stock prices down and it could create buying opportunities. Corrections normally do that. The correction could end as companies announce their earnings. The market reacts very well to reports of increased earnings. Our plan is to identify a number of stocks that we think should be part of a portfolio and then look for purchasing opportunities. Let's briefly define and discuss a portfolio. It is a collection of securities, a variety of different securities, and it can include common stock, preferred stock, bonds, exchange-traded funds, and other investments. The reason to own a collection of securities is to, is to diversify. This spreads out the investing risk over more investments. It tends to limit losses. For example, if one particular stock price falls, you have others that may rise. You may have heard the saying, don't put all of your eggs in one basket. Having your eggs in separate baskets protects you. If you drop one basket, it keeps you from breaking all of your eggs. This is similar to diversifying in financial investments. It is a cautious strategy, one that should be considered. 
You can also diversify your common stock investments by owning a number of companies in different industries. And that is what we're looking to do. So let's get back to common stock of rare earth companies. The shift from fossil fuel vehicles to electric vehicles moved slowly for a number of years, but it is now on a fast track. A number of auto manufacturers announced that they will make only electric vehicles in just a few years, and some expect the all-electric by the middle of the next decade. This shift has been so short that there are now concerns about the car maker's ability to secure enough high-quality materials for batteries and other components. Currently, there are 40 EV makers worldwide. Electric vehicles are in our future. In the past, automakers have been able to save money by comparison shopping among suppliers. This was bad for the suppliers' bottom lines. These are just a few. There are just a few suppliers for many of the components necessary to make EVs. And some of the components include magnets and lithium batteries and much more. This gives the rare earth and some non-rare earth companies, a bargaining edge in pricing. We will be talking a bit about some non-rare earth companies. It may also make them attractive takeover candidates should the EV makers decide to vertically integrate. Vertical integration occurs when manufacturers own parts of their supply chain. It gives them greater control over prices, prices they pay for their materials, and it also gives them a greater ability to secure a reliable source of materials. This makes dominant innovators very valuable. Another important point, in June 2021, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and National Economic Council Director Brian Deese wrote a report to President Biden which called lithium essential to U.S. economic security and critical to U.S national security. Global demand for lithium is expected to grow by 4,000% by the year 2020. China currently controls 80% of the global lithium market. It also controls a substantial part of the rare earth market. Sullivan and Deese concluded, the United States must secure reliable and sustainable supplies of critical materials, such as lithium and magnets, to ensure resilience across the U.S. manufacturing and de defense industries. A new energy race is underway, and this one seems to be between the United States and China. The U.S. and China are now battling to secure new sources of rare earth minerals and lithium, since they are the keys to transitioning away from fossil fuels to clean energy. Lithium is not a completely rare mineral. It is found in Salt Lake brines, and that is the most common source, sediment, clays, hot springs, seawater, volcanic rocks and ash, and other rocks too. But the explosive growth in EVs, mobile phones, energy storage units for wind and solar energy, and other clean technologies suggests that many of the materials we speak about will be in demand for decades. Demand for raw materials has created shortages along with environmental concerns. The materials necessary are not necessarily extracted in a clean manner. And the companies that are able to cleanly extract required materials will do very well. 
they will tend to be favored. The leader in rare earth material production, lithium raw earth, lithium raw material resources, and lithium battery production could determine which country dominates economically and technologically in the 21st century. Both the U.S. and China seem determined to win these battles. We previously discussed MP Materials, a U.S.-based company, and Rio Tinto, an Argentinian-based company. Both have attractive features. They are both working to become cleaner producers. I see them as being at the top of the class of material suppliers. With them in perspective, let's consider another company. Let's consider Amerowest Lithium, formerly known as Oakley Ventures. It is a can- Canadian-based lithium exploration and developmental company. It is engaged in ex- exploration and development of natural resources in Canada and the United States, and those resources include rare earth materials. The fact that they, they operate essentially in both the United States and Canada adds to their stability. The company's projects include Nevada's Deer Musk Lithium Project and the Nevada's Railroad Lithium Project. It has other projects, including Thompson Valley and Edwards Creek, all United States-based. So it has a number of properties in the United States that are ripe for material production. But the problem is they require further development. This company is not as mature and established in the industry as Rio Tinto and MP Materials. So Amero West is an interesting business, and it's interesting at a good time. Operating in the U.S. and Canada add greatly to its credibility as an investment. But you also have to go to the numbers, the metrics. AmeriWest sells for a little more than $1 per share. It is about a dime away from being a penny stock. Penny stocks are highly speculative. It sells over-the-counter on pink sheets. The over-the-counter market provides a company with the means of selling stock without being subject to the rules of an exchange. The NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange have strict rules and requirements that over-the-counter market doesn't have. And this adds to the risk for companies traded over-the-counter. Very little information is required and is available on AmeriWest. It has not been rated by ratings companies such as Reuters and Morningstar. It doesn't have a beta and financial information is just hard to find. All the metrics I use to evaluate a company are elusive for this company. It sounds good in the words, in the plan. The words in the plan are not backed by the numbers. Someday, this company could grow, have metrics, and have its stock traded on an exchange. And that will be the day I consider investing in it. It is just too new a company without a track record. It's just too risky, in my opinion, at this time. And what this company and many other rare earth and lithium companies show is that they have risk and that the industry is so new and attractive that many companies are just getting into it. And that adds to risk. All of this adds up to make the companies we spoke about previously, MP Materials and Rio Tinto, more attractive investment candidates. There are a number of companies in the rare earth field and the mineral field that present a high risk to investors. And these are companies that I will not consider. 
I always look for quality companies that have solid metrics and substantial potential. As I said, MP Materials and Rio Tinto are two of those companies that I would add to my portfolio, and I did. Many of the material companies are developing, so we will follow them. And as they grow and develop a track record, we will track their prospects and evaluate them further. In our next show, we will consider the electric vehicle makers. There will be names you recognize and some you may not, but they all will be worth hearing about because they offer substantial prospects with so many companies moving to EV manufacturing with the fact that countries throughout the world are committed to EV cars and the fact that in the United States, so many cars are nearly 10 years old. In other words, the population of cars in the U.S. is aging and that will bring more and more people into the market for the cars that exist at the time, and they will likely be EVs. We will speak about these in our next show. Until then, stay calm, thoughtful, and purposeful. You have been listening to Dollars and Cents for College Students with host Frank Longo. The opinions on this series are those of the host. Before making any financial decisions, be sure to consult with a financial professional such as a certified financial planner. For more information, visit cfp.net. 